welcome to Blind Guys Chat, where this guy, Oren O'Neill. Hello. And this guy, Jan Bloom. Hello. And this guy, Stuart Lawler. Hello. Talk about the A to Z of life. Well, you are very welcome to episode number 18 of Blind Guys Chat. Thank you very much for joining us. And I don't know how long the show is going to be. It could be four or five days. We don't know. We haven't yeah. decided yet. But, you know, stay tuned. We're, we're, we're fun guys. So just, you know, don't worry yeah. about work. It depends or... also on the semifinals and the real final, etc. We're all Eurovision focused. Yeah, we're all Eurovision focused out. Can we pass on or, uh, you know? Yeah, uh, we're going to be we're gonna be talking a lot. We have a lot of things to talk about. We're going to be talking about Eurovision later on. Stuart has compiled a little a little montage, montage. A little montage. Yes. We are talking to Audrey Tormey uh, later on about working in the NCBI and her life in general. It's a lovely mm-hmm. piece, actually. It's a yeah, lovely yeah, piece. Yeah, it's great to have Audrey on the podcast at last. And Oren, I think you have a, well, I mean, and we will talk to you about it. Uh, you have a gripe. And you I think we're going to have a, a special section on the podcast each time now. If people have gripes, they can come on. <laughs> and, a, yeah. But I think it's safe to say you have, you're a little frustrated. I'm, uh, yes. With mm. podcast creation on Apple. Very frustrated. We'll come back to that. Very, yeah. very frustrated. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. We, we, Jan and I will try and help you, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah you're best so we, can. Can. we do well, our listen, best. Do our best. Well, listen, the first thing I'm going to talk about, because it's right at the top of the show, and you might be interested to use this feature, ladies and gentlemen, is we are now broadcasting the show with what are called chapter marks. So mm. just in case those of you who are not familiar with chapter marks, this is a way of navigating the podcast uh, a little faster and bypassing some items that you you don't want to hear, but you wouldn't but, want to bypass. But, but you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't chat. want to do that. So we're, mm. we 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 thought long and hard about whether we put chapter marks in. Yeah, because this gives you the ability to skip forward, and we don't want you to skip forward. Um, no, but chapter marks will just give you a heading of what item um, you can you can go to. Uh, you, but just by the double top of a button or press of a button. Yeah, I wanted to add also, you know, it's a nice way to skip forward. But it's also, yeah. if you want to listen again, you can skip backward as well. Mm-hmm. Well, why would you want to skip backward? Ah, sometimes always, I like to hear forward. my own song. Uh, I, I like to hear my own uh, voice, you know. <laughs> you like to, yeah, and we love oh, to hear your voice. Over and, and, and over again, do you? Yeah. And by the way, I have to say... And the Braille Bites, you know, because that is so interesting. So you need to listen to back to the Braille Bites again. You well, know? Claire should always be listened to. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a most definite uh, thing. Yeah. And there um, is a chapter on the last episode, 17, which was devoted to Adam's use of the iPhone. So you yeah, even jump directly to that. Yeah, He's very so impressed, true. by the way. Oh, yes, I forgot to tell everyone. We're going to have a very special uh, announcement later on to do with the Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, and nobody else in the world knows about this. But to kind of lead in to this... Uh, I'm a little bit nervous, by the way, about it. But, yeah, sorry. Don't, yeah. don't worry, no, yeah. it's great. No, I'm it's, a bit it's, nervous. It's absolutely mm, fantastic. Okay. We should okay. tell you later on. Yeah, did you uh, do your t- uh, corona tests already, guys? Because yes. Because it's quite rough. Yeah. Uh, and, and and, but you know what happened today? I could not find my passport because I haven't ah. flown in over a year. And I yeah, spent you need to have it. But I have it. I have it. I'm sorted. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I thought we were thinking about going on, on the zip line that we've created between your house, our <laughs> house, power. and oh, Jan's That's also possible. <laughs> Talking with yeah. Harry Potter, you know, the zip line. You can also go to the, what is it in English? Uh, you know, we have in, in Dutch, it's called the Via Via Weg. Uh, so it's the Via Via Way or whatever that you can go fast, you know. Oh, yeah. I know what the thing in the happy, happy Harry Potter thing is. Yeah, we'll have to ask Claude. Yeah. Because okay. I forgot. Yeah, it's a portal. Yeah, yeah the portal. Yeah, it's a portal. Yeah. yeah. When Clodagh comes yeah. for emails, we'll make a note. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and just to say, Clodagh will be talking later on about new fonts in Microsoft. Oh. Which uh, she's going to be very interested to know if you use these fonts, do they help people with low vision? Oh. Uh, because Microsoft have just announced, I think it's five new fonts. Um, they're getting rid of the standard uh, Calibri. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think it's still going to be there, but it's not going to be the default anyway, okay. option, a default uh, font anymore. So you can you can choose from uh, a rake of, of, it, of new it, ones. It's actually really interesting cool. because uh, in our company, and it's funny you mentioned, I saw an email about two weeks ago um, from uh, and people staff were asked, please do not change the font on your uh, emails. They have been set centrally for best. A view by people with low vision. People were changing to all sorts of fancy oh. things, and we were told not to. Oh, yeah, stop so, changing it, Stuart. 
Start, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> you do it uh, to Braille font, I think. I do, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> confuse people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, let's let's will we go with this Eurovision thing? Okay. Let's go with a montage. Somebody's in love with Eurovisions, and it's not myself or you. Um, okay, <laughs> let's yeah. have a you. listen. On the 22nd of May, it's happening again. The Eurovision is being hosted live from the Netherlands. The Eurovision's been going since 1956, and the well-known theme tune was composed by Marc-Antoine Cherpier. And if you've never heard of him, don't worry, because I haven't either. I'm something of a Eurovision fan, at least some of the songs, and I tend to watch it every year, although laterally it's more for Graham Norton's commentary. But let me bring you on a whirlwind tour of Eurovision, starting right back in 1956, when the contest was won by Switzerland with a song called Refrain. In 1970, Ireland won the contest for the first time with a then very young Dana singing all kinds of everything. Best leave that and uh, not play the song at all. In 1974, ABBA crashed to fame with Waterloo. And well, the rest for ABBA is history. They probably are the most successful act to come out of Eurovision. In 1975, Jan's friends in the Netherlands won with a song called Ding a Dong. It's brilliant. Ding a dong every hour when you pick a flower, even when your lover is gone, gone, gone. Ding a dong, listen to it, maybe it's a bigot, even when your lover is gone, gone, gone. Sing ding ding dong. And everyone loves the 1976 winner from the UK, Brotherhood of Man. Save your kisses. In 1980, Ireland won again with Johnny Logan's What's Another Year, penned by the late Shay Healy. What's another year to someone who's lost everything that he owns? What's another year to someone who's getting used to being alone? Every folk group in Ireland were singing in 1982 when Nicole won on behalf of Germany with the song A Little Peace. It's happy clappy, but everyone loved it. In 1984, Sweden had something of a controversial win with Diggy Lou, Diggy Lay. And this is because somebody said, hang on, you've won 10 years ago with Waterloo. Do you think these songs sound the same? In 1994, Ireland did three in a row and won the Eurovision Song Contest with Paul Harrington and Charlie McGettigan singing Rock and Roll Kids. But it was something of a damp squib compared to the big winner of that year, which was the interval act Riverdance. 
The show that time was presented by the late Jerry Ryan and Cynthia Nimuraku. Remember her? She went on to be a barrister because there's no money in presenting, clearly. In fact, the Eurovision Song Contest from an Ireland perspective has had some interesting presenters, including Pat Kenny and Michelle Rocca, Mary Kennedy and Ronan Keating and Kerry Crowley. Whatever happened to her? In 1995, I was lucky enough to be on the Irish jury and it was another year of controversy. Norwegian group Secret Garden won with a song called Nocturne, but was it really a song? There was hardly any singing in it at all and the main event was Fanola Sherry from Nace in County Kildare who was the lead violinist. So I suppose we can kind of say Ireland won again. In 1996, Emer Quinn won the Eurovision Song Contest in Norway for Ireland yet again with a song called The Voice. She famously flew home immediately after the show to sit her music exams at the University of Maynooth. In 1997, the last time the show was hosted in Dublin, the United Kingdom won with Katrina and the Waves, Love Shine a Light. There's another happy, clappy classic. I think every folk group sang that during the summer as well. And actually, Ireland that year had a song by Mark Roberts called Mysterious Woman. It's a real nice ballad. After that, in my view anyway, the Eurovision started going downhill. But you've got to love 2000's winner, Fly on the Wings of Love. It became a dance anthem that summer. Fly on the wings of love. Fly, baby, fly. Reaching the stars above. And fast forward to 2019 when Jan's countrymen did it again. The Netherlands won with Arcade. So who's going to win this year? Well, let's have a chat and see what the guys think. Well, that, that was amazing, eh? Did you like it, guys? Yeah. It, 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 it's funny because when I talked, when I was chatting to you about this piece earlier on, I was saying it'll be about 90 seconds. And then when I started yeah. getting into editing it, <laughs> it's like there's so many songs and like oh, the, 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 the stuff in order? the 70s oh. and 80s. And then, of yeah. course, with, with loads of good stuff in the 90s. And of course, there were other songs that I didn't include. There's lots of good stuff we could have put in yeah. um, that I, I didn't include. Um, no. But but and I think we also need to mention, hey, you, you said that ABBA was really a big, but, but a big star, but Celine Dion. Celine, you know? I know. Yeah. I know. In fact, Celine Dion was probably yeah. bigger than Abba. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think with the latest um, Corona experience of Duncan Lawrence, you know, he's he's getting so much uh, uh, streams, billions of billions of streams. What I learned, you know, he's so he's popular. Yeah. You were on the jury in '95. Stuart. Oh God! Amazing. I was, yeah, I, I didn't was on know. the jury. Yeah, and I mean, it was the Irish so. Jury. I was on the Irish jury. I was, uh, and it was the year it was in Dublin. It was in the Point Theatre. And I, I, and I mean, I always remember they had us there for a day because there was a dress rehearsal. First of all, we heard the songs in the morning. There was no, there was no internet back in those days. Well, there was probably yeah. an internet, but yeah. I didn't have it. So you couldn't hear the songs in advance. The songs were all played for us that morning. And then in the afternoon, we sat through a dress rehearsal. And I always remember on the live show, we weren't allowed, once the last performance was finished, the TV in the room we were watching was turned off. Mm-hmm. And they said, now you must wait until Ireland is called. Uh, to give their score and we were we had handed in our scores you had these sheets and somebody so you was, didn't see the interval act. 
uh, no, we didn't. But we saw it in the dress rehearsal and they said, enjoy the interval act because you're not going to see it on the live show. Okay. So you're not allowed to watch it. But it was a great day. They brought us on a tour of the Fair City set just to kill time because they were like, what do we do with these 12 people? I think it was 12 of us. Interesting people. There was some serious Eurovision fanatics. Yeah. I, I, got in, I got on it purely by chance because um, I had been on doing something else earlier that year and didn't realise. And of course, I said it to one or two people. I was in college at the time, but you're not, you weren't supposed to. I okay. told one or two people and they told somebody else who was a, um, a music lecturer in the college, but who was part of um, the um, Interval Act on, 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 the, uh, on the Eurovision that year. And he came up to me and said, are you on the jury? And I was like, yeah, you can't tell people. I shouldn't have said it. Oh. So it was all very funny. Okay. Good experience. Who did you vote for, Stuart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I voted for 12 points to. I gave my 12 points, would you believe, to, to Croatia. Oh. And it was a group oh. called Magazine. And I could not find this. It was a, it's a horrendous version of the song on YouTube, but it, the quality was really bad. Um, the song I remember was called Nostagia. Oh. It was a great song. Okay. It, it what did really bad. Nostagia badly. mean? I don't know. But, you, but you, you didn't know, but yet you were giving them yeah, 12 points. Yeah, I was giving them 12 points. I thought it was great. Yeah. So apparently, I was just reading uh, today, by the way, guys, yeah. Portugal and Iceland are tipped to be hot favourites uh, yeah. this year. French um, as well. French and and I think someone said, Fran- yeah, France and I think France, Spain yeah, sure. have a good Spain. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, yeah. and I learned there are already some um, uh, settings with Corona infections, yeah? uh, Poland and uh, oh, really? and other three, uh, two or three uh, yeah, groups. And and I've been told, uh, um, so they cannot do the live. Sh- yeah, hopefully they can. But but um, yeah, p- perhaps if they cannot do the live session, then they have already uh, delivered a pre-recorded uh, version. Oh, a live video. Song. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I heard yeah, that. Yeah. As, yeah, as though they were doing it live. Yeah, read, yeah, read yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah, I've only heard the Irish song once, and uh, I'm not. A lot of people are saying it's great. I, I didn't jump out of me, to be honest. Don't know mm. Lauren, if you heard it. But no, I haven't heard it yet. No. Didn't no, jump out neither. of me. But anyway, no. No. Um, Oren, I I want to moving on. Um, <laughs> you are a little. I just maybe say perturbed and mildly frustrated <laughs> about <laughs> Apple. What's what's wrong? What's been happening? What's going on? Oh, yeah. what's right? What? Oh, <sighs> what's right? Whoa! This has got under my skin a bit, and. I know we've had this discussion about bugs and that before, um, and I have. I'm one who has said, you know, bugs will be fixed, and don't be getting your knickers in a twist. I have to pull Apple up, and I'm not the only one that's trying to pull Apple up on this issue. But Apple recently released a new or updated version of Apple Podcast Connect, which I think the address is podcastsconnect.apple.com mm-hmm. and this is the area within apple where you can submit new podcasts and you can also review the podcast that you already have submitted to apple so you can get i think you can get some analysis some data on listenerships reviews etc within this uh, portal And that's fine. It's a great idea. But it was mainly set up with this new subscription service that Apple are going to introduce, which will allow podcasters, for example, Blind Guys Chat, to charge if we so wanted for our podcast. We'd never dream of charging our lovely listeners, by the way. Never. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're we're with you so far. We're with you so far. Yeah. So, but the basic idea is you might have a podcast that might have a special. Right. They might have a special episode and they might the the producers might think I think it's worth people paying for this. So it might only I don't think it's going to be very expensive. And the the podcasters will be the people who are setting the, the price. Um but this is what Apple have been kind of focusing on. So they made this change in prep for this new subscription service. And I've been working on a podcast, a new podcast show for some friends, and we've been trying to get it up. Uh, we tried to put two episodes up, subscribe two episodes via Apple Podcasts about three weeks ago. And it was about, I think it, it was only a few days after this update had happened. And I knew nothing, I knew nothing of, the, of any problem whatsoever. So we submitted it and pretty much immediately we were getting nowhere. 
We were getting no kind of no feedback, no information from the site about what what was going on, or, or had or it been submitted, had it not been submitted. Warren, can I can I just ask you was there was there any issues around from your screen reader perspective in submitting the podcast? Was there any challenges there, or was that okay? I mean, that have they was made all, changes? That was all okay. Okay, so it's Except, not anything accessibility related. No, it wasn't anything accessibility related. But I got Claude on the case. Of course, she's the tech support in the O'Neill household. Mm-hmm. And she did notice something, but it wasn't it wasn't to do with accessibility. It was to do with language. And before oh. her very eyes, the language which was in English changed to German. Okay. Uh, without her having to do anything. Um, later on, a few days later, it did it again. It changed from English to Japanese. <laughs> nah. Before her very eyes, which was very strange. <laughs> we let it sit for a couple of days and heard nothing. And usually within 24 hours of you submitting a podcast to Apple, it's up. Um, like Blind Guys Chat was when we launched it first last September. Mm. We submitted it and about 24 hours later. It's up on Apple Podcasts. Then other podcast players can then play uh, that, that podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I suppose, just, just sorry to interrupt you, but the, the key thing about Apple Podcasts is if you don't have it on Apple Podcasts, you're really not going to get to that, you know, kind of critical mass of people. So yeah. Apple Podcasts mm. feeds so Opens many other portal. syndications. Yeah. 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 So we did this. We waited for a couple of days and then we went back into Apple Podcast Connect. We had a look at it and it said that there was an error with the artwork. And again, mm. as I said, Cloda had said there was no error with the artwork, um, but we couldn't do anything about it. There was no edit boxes to change anything. There was no, uh, there was just the, the, the site itself was kind of, the page was kind of static. So I wrote to Apple and asked them, could they explain what the issue is and what was it need to be fixed? Mm-hmm. We had to wait then, I would say, another five to seven days until I got a email back from, yeah, an email back from Apple. Now, during this time, we did a little bit of research and we just, we suddenly were finding that a lot of people were having issues trying to submit new podcasts to Apple. So it's not us. Mm-hmm. So five to seven days got an email from Apple to say, basically what they said is, Thanks very much for your email. We're aware of some problems. We need no further information from you. Uh-huh. In other <laughs> That's words... That's a bit like, go away stop, from us. Leave, leave us alone. alone. We n- yeah, go away. <laughs> leave us alone. Yeah. That's, that's, so, that's certainly top-level customer service. That's top-level customer service. So basically, Apple have, have, have put their head in the sand. They're like ostriches. Mm. And I have to laugh at a, to see a, here. A, a wonderful <laughs> podcast that I listen to during the week called The School of Podcasting. And I think the guy's name is Dave Jackson. Oh. And he w- was talking about this this issue too. Ah. Um, and he was describing it like this. Imagine your baby has just done a poop. Yeah. And it's a rather smelly poop. Yeah. And both you and your wife or your partner can smell it. Yeah. But won't do anything. But neither of you want to do anything about it. <laughs> this is exactly what Ooh. Apple are doing. But, but you know something? Am I being cynical here by saying, because there's a part of me is thinking, are they trying to push people into this subscription new platform so that, oh. pe- that they'll start charging ah. for their podcast by making it harder for the free ones to, to you know, by, by creating these problems? Or is that, am I overthinking? I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. And, it's it's a terrible thing to be like I lo- I've got an Apple I've got an iPhone I like it mm-hmm. it's it's the it, voiceover is brilliant on it but That's, this is really kind of yeah, thrown you know I would really consider now would I buy another Apple product because of you know because I'm this is an easy thing this was this was an easy thing let's say a month and a half ago two months ago I could nice. have submitted this but this podcast it would have been no problem. But now they did an update and suddenly nobody, and it's not, it's not just me, it's not people in Ireland, yeah, it's not it's, people it's, in Europe, it's not, it's not accessibility. It's worldwide. It's, it's, yeah. Nobody can submit but, a new podcast. But, but also, and, why are they not, why is it taking so long to fix? What, like, what, is there yeah. a bigger issue? Has something serious uh, happened? I think something serious it? has gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think something serious has, has gone wrong. And funnily enough, I heard today, there's no. a guy called Adam Curry, who apparently. Ah, he's from Holland. Oh, is he? Oh, I, I, I used to listen to his radio shows when I was a, 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 as a teenager. 
The uh, Curry and Van Inkel show. Yeah, really good on well, Friday he night. Well, he's being credited, if it's the same guy, he has set up a new website, which is called podcastindex.org. Now, okay. the idea of it is that you can bypass Apple altogether. Mm. He's basically written a back end that Apple would use for indexing podcasts. And you can submit your podcast to podcastindex.org, or you will be able to. I don't think it's quite ready for market yet, but this is a way of bypassing Apple altogether. Great. And this morning I read that Overcast, the platform Overcast, mm. the player, are using podcastindex.org. Ah, uh, to get over with this Ed problem, and Gurry. yeah, yeah. So, 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 so clearly, they're really like from a from a you know the, the, the all these podcast providers and podcast apps are clearly as frustrated as you are, Orin, with with Apple because yeah. they're all and they're saying let's move somewhere else. I, I and also then from your perspective, you have a client who's presumably really wants to get their podcast on air. You're doing all you, all you can, but you're still left waiting. And one of the things that Apple and it really is annoying people as well is that this subscription service. If so, if you want to listen to this uh, extra episode, this special episode, you will only be able to play it on Apple, the Apple Podcast oh. app. So even if you pay your money yeah. and you listen to, you use Overcast or Downcast or Castro yeah, you won't be to able listen to, to your podcast, you won't, you won't be able to listen to that episode, that special episode on those players. You'll have to go to Apple Podcasts and that's aye, 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 frustrating aye. people as well. That's, God, they're really yeah. getting very exclusive again, aren't really? they? And locking yeah. it all away. Mm. You know, um, sandboxing is the term, isn't it? The well, section. I'm just, I, I, as I said to uh, somebody in Clubhouse last week, I'm like, I'm ashamed. They should be ashamed of themselves for, and I, I know this is a very strong these are very strong terms, but for a company that's you know worth a trillion in the trillions of dollars, yeah, the way they're handling their customers. And okay, I understand that pod, the podcast, uh, the Apple Podcast, is free, is a free service, and that's great. Thanks very much. But you're not doing yourself any any favors by certainly by me, who's now you know would be thinking seriously. Will I buy another iPhone or will I wait? Mm. You know, or will I? I was thinking about buying a Mac, but now I'm not going to buy one. I don't know what they're what they're at by not communicating with the general public on what's going on. Yeah, um, let's, um, so let's really let's, annoying. So let's keep an eye on this one. Yeah, uh, hopefully, Orin, by the next time we speak to you, you will have published your podcast, whether it's on Apple or Podcast Index. Yeah. And, uh, but that's that's terrible and it's awful that you've had to wait yeah. this long. And, we, and what we, is this new platform? What is this new platform? There's a, the well, podcast the new, in, index. Yeah, it's there? it's it's called it's called podcast. If I have it right, it's called podcastindex.org. Hmm. If you listen to the most recent episode of School of Podcasting, I don't think it's their School of Podcasting. I think it's School of Podcasting, which aired last uh, Monday the 10th of May. Uh, and I for, forgive me if I've got the man's name wrong. I think it's either Dave Jackson or Adam Jackson. I can't, I honestly can't remember. And I should know that, so I apologise. But if you listen to that episode, he'll tell you uh, the correct details, just in case I've got it wrong. Uh, Get on to him, Jan, and say, listen, yeah. we're, the, we're the blind guys. What are, you know? I ex well, it would be nice. Yeah, I will, I will yeah, look maybe him we up. Should get, yeah. Actually, maybe we should have him on the podcast and talk Adam about maybe the show. Oh, and have him on the show yeah. and say, yeah, yeah. yeah. A hey, good idea. Absolutely. I will try. I will try okay. my best. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. let's let's go for that. Yeah, yeah. good. Okay. Mm. okay, well, we hear from our guest of the evening Absolutely. of the show. Yay. It's time to have a serious conversation with a very serious woman. And I have to be on my best behavior because this woman taught me Braille. Show. Yes, it's Claire Whelan. No, it's not. It's Audrey Tormey. I feel, feel very <laughs> sorry for poor Audrey. Yeah. It's Audrey Tormey. Get <laughs> Get honest. <laughs> <laughs> Oren, like how many contractions do you remember from your Braille days? I remember them. I remember them all as oh, long we, as they all start with dot one. We might test oh, you. Yeah. One. <laughs> I think we should test you on some UEB rules before the end of this. Please. <laughs> it's okay. Hello, Audrey Tormy. How are you doing? Hi, Oren. I'm grand. Thanks. How are you? Welcome to Blind Guys yeah, Chat. Hey, Audrey, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you. Yeah. I think if I'm not mistaken, Audrey was one of, I think, the first people to give me feedback anyway on the show. Uh, and I think you were one of the very oh, early gosh. emailers after oh, the okay. first few episodes. Yeah. 
I thought it were always set up me emails, you know, but but we have actually <laughs> listeners. So that, that this this is really good. My God, we've got Terry yeah. and Audrey. Audrey, tell us a bit about you. Do and I've I should preface this by saying I've had the pleasure of working with Audrey for almost ten years, and we did lots of collaborations and loads of things. But you work uh, working with. Uh, people who are, I suppose, on that sight loss journey and teaching them really valuable skills. I'm working at the National Council for the Blind and it is a real privilege because I get the opportunity to work with people, say, on a one-to-one and in smaller groups. And as you say, like each individual is on their own personal journey. I think it's really interesting, Audrey, because we would have had, you and I would have had conversations over the years about, I suppose, people who we would have both been working with who may have, I suppose, talked to us about their own blindness and sight loss. And maybe in some respects, I think it was really, well, I would certainly hope it was useful for those people. But in some respects, I think it was very different because we've both, uh, you know, we, we haven't mm-hmm. experienced sight loss in that same way. Yeah, it's very true because um, like I would have, in my own situation, I would have lost my sight kind of, well, the onset was 11 months and then uh, then totally by the age of about four through retinoblastoma and um I don't have any visual recollection, to be honest with you. I just kind of was lucky that my parents just let me get on with things. And I'm the eldest of seven, so there was no no time to mollycoddle, Stuart. So, you know, um, but yeah, some of the people I would have worked with, like it's, um, blindness and sight loss can be very uh, traumatic. And, you know, I always think it was really interesting when people open up and talk to you about or talk to me mm-hmm. about their fears and their apprehensions it I is a lot of apprehensions every Monday morning <laughs> <laughs> so Oren you were you were a pupil of Audrey's let's let's uh, you you were every Monday morning Audrey's first lesson of the week doing Brian. I was yeah really yeah. oh my god so I how was, was that to, uh, yeah, I was Audrey, that bright star Oren. shining up above in the sky as Audrey was making her way into yeah. work you want to bring an apple in for the yeah. teacher. It's a journey, but you start all at a different uh, level and, and and live a different way of uh, of life. You know, I was single mm. at that stage, but yeah, hey, you were. Uh, you yeah, could I be by the end of this show. Yeah, well, yeah, but no, but. <laughs> No, yeah, we're gonna have Jan's wife on the show. Someday. Yeah, that's Let's true. find out what he's really yeah. like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, but, but yeah, it can. It yeah, it is all an experience. It's thanks to people like Stuart and Audrey and Claire that kind of encouraged people like myself to learn Braille. Yeah, because there were other individuals that would have said Braille is is gone, is out, just. Listen to your screen reader and that. And that, and that really upsets I, I, me still when I hear it. Really, that. Yeah, yeah. It upsets me uh, really too. <laughs> um, but I'm glad that I eventually pushed on. And, uh, and I, what happened, ladies and gentlemen, was I asked Stuart if he would make an exception because his former employer, yeah. there was uh, kind of courses which encompassed Braille, but I asked Stuart if I could do Braille on its own. And I was kind of a I was the poster child, we should you, say. You were the, really you, was the but, poster but, child. And actually, it's really interesting because I think when you started that, Audrey, and Audrey, you'll, you'll know this because we, we had lots of conversations. We started these, I guess, mm. individualised. Braille was the first one that Audrey did with, 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 with Oren. Yeah. But we had cooking. We yeah. had a few other things that we started running as individualised sessions outside of the, let's say, a rehabilitation training uh, programme mm. called Learning for Life. Which we would have been running at the time. So yeah, absolutely. You were the yeah. you were the main. And how did uh, Audrey? How did you start with Oren, for example, to learn Braille? Was he? Were you a little bit low vision model still? Student, model student. Model student. Right model. Ah, uh, uh, please keep quiet. Uh, Oren, uh, uh, let's let's Audrey. But, uh, well, or, like, you were very yeah. receptive, I think. That's Oren. all we have time for, folks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> emails. Yeah. In all seriousness, you were. Uh, Oren, you were very receptive. Okay, it was a new kind of venture and a new route you were taking kind of for mm-hmm. access and information. And it is, I think it can be very daunting for adults from chatting with them. But I didn't get that impression from Oren and you were very studious and um, you did, in all seriousness, you did take it in your stride and, you know, um, and Cloda, Cloda learned a bit of Braille as well. So you did kind Cloda of did. team yeah. effort like, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, you yeah. did. You did take it on board, I think. Prior uh, to the NCBI, you were doing something very different with children, I suppose. And Well, I guess not, yeah. maybe not very different, but you were seeing people at the other well, end of the spectrum. I worked with smaller children, Stuart. I worked with bigger children in NCBI a little bit. <laughs> you did. You did. We all did. 
No, in all seriousness, I, I did resource teaching, yeah. So, um, well, I started off, um, I did a HDIP in education and I started off teaching um, and I was in a few different schools. And then the opportunity arose with the Department of Education and Skills to do resource teaching. So that would be supporting kind of um, learners and people with sight loss, um, particularly Braille users, actually, which I really loved um, around around Dublin mainly like South Dublin and then parts of Wicklow as well and I kind of collaborated with the visiting teachers and that was that was really great as well and you know sometimes obviously it might kind of have to liaise with parents and explain and to be honest it was teaching um and supporting the children through through braille but there was much more going on I feel that was inform you know informally as all of us know because you're making the parents aware on so many levels uh, other staff members um and um yeah so it was really really interesting so you saw mainstream like yeah. uh, i suppose um firsthand with with all these kids who were in their own schools using braille yeah and you know just going back to what Aaron was saying about the you know uh, Aaron about the braille and um first are the technology versus braille mm. like i would have seen i would have heard in so many and it did sadden me as well on so many occasions um uh educators in some cases uh saying oh no uh, i think she should use the technology it'll be easier for everybody and i often had to say like well what about the student herself it mightn't be or himself it might not be necessarily easier for himself or herself you know to use it solely and not link in with say braille or use braille so um i actually think it's so important to champion yeah. the whole thing about braille yeah but I also think, personally, it's something that should not be denied of anybody, no. whether they're a young child or uh, an older adult. Mm. The opportunity should be there to to at yeah. least begin to learn Braille. And fair enough, if you don't like it and you don't want to keep on with it, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But in my case, when I started to lose my vision, it was really the view was this is Braille is not nobody reads braille anymore there's no need to read braille anymore and when i started learning with audrey i wished i had that hadn't have been said to me at a you know maybe 10 years five five or 10 years beforehand because mm-hmm. i would have loved to learn braille at an earlier uh, stage, stage of yeah. my sight loss but actually so I, I, I really admire the fact that you did that Orin, and i'm just thinking about that yeah. now because a lot of people Somebody would say that to them and they'd go, yeah, do you know, you're right. Because there's mm-hmm. enough going on with sight yeah. loss, I'm sure, yeah. mm-hmm. in, in the mix. And here you are. No, I'm going to take on this additional learning, which is which is not easy. No. And I think like we've seen a lot of adult learners, I think, going through NCBI yeah. who did take it on, who benefited from it. But we also seen a lot of people who took it on and it maybe it wasn't for them for varying reasons. So yeah. I think mm-hmm. the fact that you did that on top of everything else is is pretty, pretty good. Yeah, but well, I take, uh, take the compliment. Thanks very much. But I do, but I do think that it's it's. Uh, I suppose what drove me, and I don't know about, about uh, Jan, but what drove me was I'm getting sick and tired of listening to this screen reader all day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still want to read. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I, w- I was using in those days the IBM screen reader, you know, oh, for yeah. uh, oh, yeah, for uh, DOS Keep in those days, and it was nice, you know, you could uh, with the Apollo, you know, uh, yeah. really the robotic uh, sound, but it was great because I was able to read my screen, etc. But but with Braille, you could get your word a uh, 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 f- um, uh, few back, you know, because mm. you could read your spelling, you could see what what was going on, and also for the simple marking, etc. It is so much better, and it gives you so much more, um, yeah, uh, f- a feeling of, uh, of, uh, yeah, uh, uh, about language and about reading. The, after a day of working with a computer, then reading a normal book, yeah, mm. it is relaxing to be. Uh, it is, I'm, I'm, I'm a slow reader. But uh-huh. I, I don't care, you know. No. Uh, I, I will make my day, and 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 if I, you know, nowadays I read also much uh, daisy books um, or, or many daisy books. But but then it goes faster. But um, uh, but to have the relaxing moment, it is really good. I think yeah. we had a conversation on this a couple a couple of uh, on a couple of shows ago, Jan, and you made a point which kind of stuck with me was that when you're reading in Braille and you're sitting maybe in the living room with the rest of the family, you don't feel as isolated. You, it's not yeah. that you've you've yeah. you've no headphones on. You're just having, reading true. your Braille yeah. and they're yeah. doing whatever yeah. they're doing. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's a really it, 
it definitely stuck with me. Audrey, can I ask you just on a braille note, and, and we can, I'm sure there's yeah. lots of other things to talk about, but yeah. there's been lots of changes in the last couple of years with UEB. How have you found that transition and what do you, what do you think of the, the new I code? Actually, I actually, I actually don't mind. I mean, I think it's great because, um, there, there, okay, there are a couple of changes, but nothing that can be kind of managed by, you know, by people who would have been used to standard English Braille. And I think the people that I teach Braille with now, um, in some cases, there's less for them to memorise. You know, some of the things are discontinued or some of the signs or whatever. So, yeah, I do like it. And um, it seems the more I kind of, um, initially I kind of said, mm, I wonder why they kind of didn't, done away with this or uh, disregarded this. But I kind of see the logic now to, you know, uh, over the last couple of years working with UEB. So, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a great system and it's great from to, from a borrowing from other English-speaking countries in terms of books and stuff as well. Advocacy is a big area as well, Audrey. I know that's something that you were always very passionate about and you really prepared people in NCBI on the programme that we uh, both had the pleasure of being involved in. Um, absolutely. And, you know, I, when I look back now, like, kind of, Thanks to yourself and the openness as well, because I don't know, like it's still running now, but it's changed the, the kind of the, the advocacy kind of setup. But it is so important that people with sight loss or anybody really can advocate on behalf of their own, you know, their own needs. Because we as people who are blind, we are the people who know our, ourselves and our needs best. And um, when somebody comes along who mightn't walk in our footsteps, so to speak, or share our life experience and their very prescriptive I think okay hold on a second whoa 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 I, I, I kind of need to educate this person a little bit to yep. make them aware what I remember from oh, I know being you're in say. class with Audrey <laughs> was Audrey I wasn't used aware to of this until she told me Audrey used to come in at 8 o'clock where her class used to start at 8 o'clock in the morning and her routine was she would go upstairs and we'd wait a few minutes. Clodagh might come in with me someday, sometimes, sometimes not. We'd go upstairs, we'd get ourselves ready. Audrey would go down to get a bowl of water for Zorro. Mm. And she would bench Zorro so that Zorro wouldn't be able to walk around the, the, the rest of the building, which is fair enough. And Zorro used to pull the, uh, the lead bench, the, mm. the, the cord, as far as he possibly could with the door wide open and all you could hear was yeah oh gosh for my mummy where's my mummy and we would be getting mummy's back in the middle mummy back in the oh. and then Orgy would come back and all would be well that makes me sound really cruel doesn't it no it doesn't it just shows how much Zara loves you it just shows how much Zara loves you is great one more thing because I, I think I'm, we're, okay. we're all kind of passionate about Braille on, on today's yeah. show and I think with Audrey we're really lucky to have someone who's equally as passionate Audrey what maybe there could be someone listening here who's thinking I'd love to start Braille what would you say to someone hey, who might be thinking yeah. I really want to do this like, I would say a bit of advice could you give them yeah I would say don't be afraid like um, as Oren said earlier give it a go and if it doesn't work out that's it's kind of it's fine Um even just to sit down with someone who can teach Braille and just share their thoughts with that person, their their concerns, if they have any. Um, yeah, and just kind of um, give it a go and see how see what transpires because it's a wonderful journey, as we'd all agree, and, you know, it opens up so many worlds to people as well. Well, on that note, we'll say thank you very much, Audrey Tormey, for coming on the Blind Guys Chat. Thank you. We've really Bye. enjoyed it. Thank you, it's a pleasure. Thanks, Audrey. Okay, Bye. thank you very much, Audrey. You. Yeah, Bye-bye. Come back again Bye. soon. Bye. Well, oh, fair play so, to you, Audrey. So yeah, nice. Yeah, Such yeah, a great yeah, end. Thanks, yeah. Audrey. It, it, it's lovely to just hear someone so passionate about Braille and learning yeah. and, and, you know, supporting people on that sight loss journey. And Audrey does that. I can tell you from having worked with her for so long, she does that yeah. so, so well. Now, we have a new, to- not a new topic, but we've got a similar topic in the similar category, which is about television. Mm-hmm. But Stuart Lawler is after getting a new... Uh, well, not a new service, but you you had broadband from this provider and now you have TV from this provider. Yeah, I was going to write a song about it, but I haven't I was going to say, where's the part <laughs> of the song? <laughs> like a virgin. Like, I know. <laughs> we'll try and do it. Yeah, we'll try and do it. Try and do it. Yeah, so yeah, tell cool. us about Virgin TV. Uh, so yeah, Virgin TV. So I decided to get Virgin TV because um, 
there is um, a dish in our complex, a satellite dish, and I was going to try, try the free-to-air stuff. But uh, a, a very kind neighbour of mine who has been You weren't up it, on the roof on your own, were you? I wasn't up on the roof. I was going to. But, uh, I checked with one of my nice neighbours who told me, actually, there's been a lot of problems with the dish and the service is very sporadic. And uh, the company who installed it do no, lo- no longer maintain it. I'm not really sure. That's a separate piece of work that we are going to have to do here. But anyway... Mm. Um, I decided to get Virgin TV, the Virgin TV 3, 360, it's called. So I actually got... So it's in a got, circle, is it? It's in a circle. <laughs> I actually got We're it... running ins- into circles. I, I, I got it installed. I wouldn't normally do that. Um, I'd normally try On and do your it. own, go up to the roof, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a guy, the guy yeah. came you out. You could cut the red wire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should Very. wait for a Santa Claus, you know. He you could, you could help you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, very nice guy came out, set it up. Um, so it's not like Orin's Skybox now. It does not have those features, I have oh, to say. There's nothing guy. like that. But what it does have is it has an app, a companion app. And it's called, I think it's called Version TV Anywhere. And what you can do is you can essentially control the set-top box. So you can view the recordings you have on it. You can schedule programs, first of all, um, that you want to record. And then you can look at your recordings and you can watch them from the app. So when you click uh, on the app, it says, you know, uh, watch on your TV. And then it streams it to the TV. And then you can... um, if you want to delete a program, you can delete from the from the um, from the yeah. phone from the app, and you can do things like view the storage on the box, and you can view the program guide. The program guide it's a little a little bit clunky in parts, but I was surprised at how much of it I actually could do, um, and I'm really I'm actually really impressed. Mm. It would be nice to see Virgin do a couple of things, and I am going to give them some feedback on the app. And hopefully they might take that on board. And obviously it would be really nice to see them do what Sky have done. And I don't know if that's possible in their technology. But, you know, it's not Sky. It doesn't have those real-time, you know, speech on the box. But it's still pretty good. And, for example, if I'm not at home and I forget or I want to record something, mm-hmm. I could do that from the app. And it will prompt you, like, do you want to record? If it's if it's a, 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 um, a series, it'll say, do you want to record the series or do you want to just record this show? Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been impressed. It has audio description. So the audio, the, the audio description is turned on now in settings. So anywhere there is audio description, it comes on. Okay. And it also, um, it also captures the audio description, uh, on the recording. So I'm pretty impressed. So now that you have this plethora of TV channels, are you watching anything? I've watched no, uh, no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I only got it on. I only got Good it on. Question, um, Good question. I only got it on. What day is it? Last uh, Thursday. Oh, um, okay. But I'm watching something on Netflix called Things Seen and Heard. It's actually a movie. Uh, so I, I tend to watch series, but this is a movie. I watched it over a couple of nights, and it's drama with a bit of horror thrown in. So I don't think I wouldn't recommend mm. it for Cloda in particular. No, um, sure like but it's about a family who moved to this big old house in the country. The husband takes a new job as a professor. Uh, it's based on a book, I believe. And you can kind of imagine that, you know, things start going funny in the house and there turns out to be a big history of things that happened in the past. So what will be your score for Virgin? For Vir- I, I'm going to give them out of 10. I mean, OK, they don't have... Out of have 10, no 12. Uh, out of 12. 12. Okay, 12. 12. <laughs> uh, I, give them a, I give them a 10 out of 12. Uh, oh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That is early oh. stage. Yeah, yeah. It's very Even good. though they don't have voice That's guidance on... I'm taking two points away. Oh. Just two points for that. Yeah, okay. Show. Okay, yeah because honestly, the app really does everything. I mean, mm. yes, voice guidance would be nice, but in some respects... Can you then also select your channel uh, on the app and then broadcast it uh, to the... Uh, oh, good question. Yes, great question. I, yeah, good question. Uh, yes yeah, is the I answer, think. but I'm not fully sure how to do it. But yes, you can. <laughs> you can go through the program guide. Now, what I've noticed is when I have... When I don't have the TV on, I was using the app and I select a channel, it will start playing that. It'll, it'll stream it on the phone. Oh, I okay. believe when the TV is on, it gives you an option and says, do you want to stream it on the phone or do you want to send it to the TV? Okay. Yeah, mine does um, the same. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I pretty much, I think. So, okay, but, 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 but now I learned also something new from you, Oren. Uh, Sky has steady, an app steady. as well. <laughs> Sorry, say that again? No, Sky, you, is? You, uh, Sky has an app as well. 
Oh yeah, sorry, did I oh, not yeah, mention that before? No, no. Oh no, yeah, it's called not. Sky Go. Yeah, Sky Go. Oh, Sky hey, Go. Hey, we got Sky Go. I got Sky Go. Go. Yeah, now, actually, I could put a call out to to our listeners, the because uh, Stuart and I were talking about this uh, a while, a couple of days ago, about how to find programs with audio description on it, and I haven't found a TV guide or a or an EPG on the current Sky Go app and I was saying to Stuart that he might be able to use an old Sky app which is called Sky Plus and on Sky Plus it would list all the TV channels available and you could go into that TV channel and you could see what was coming up next or what was what had been played previous to that mm-hmm. and whether the program you wanted to, to watch had audio description. The only way I can use it in the app on Sky Go is yes certainly you can go into a TV guide and you can see all the channels listed but the only thing it will give you is the option to play the current program oh. uh, or to, it'll tell you what the next program is is going to be and if you go in to play the current program it'll stream it to your phone or it'll you can watch it you know effectively watch it to the tv well, yeah. but i haven't yet found a schedule listing of well, what's on? What's on? Let's say it's eight o'clock, and okay, I don't want to watch a program at eight o'clock. I want to watch a program at ten o'clock. Where's the listing for that in the Sky Go app? I haven't okay. found that yet, and I don't think you have one on your app. No, uh, with Virgin. Mm. So I, I don't, and I, I'm, I'm still. To be fair, I'm kind of still exploring that whole EPG thing on the app, and it's a bit funny the way they have it laid out. So I am going to give them some feedback. And I don't know, like, I mean, Virgin are not in the same way as Sky. They don't have the kind of a, um, an accessibility team. Uh, so if Dave wants to go and work for Virgin, that would be great. <laughs> if, mm. if he wants to leave Sky and uh, so head up Sky, Virgin's yeah. accessibility and tell yeah, them how okay, to do it. Okay. Well, no, we're gl- I'm glad you got it sorted because yeah. we've been talking about this on off air for quite some time. And uh, I'm glad you've got live TV yep. back in your life. What have we gone on to next? Who's next? Is it emails? Yeah. Is it, we, is we've it got emails? always someone, uh, some guy is waiting, you know, or we uh, are always waiting for him. You know. I've moved the... Um, there we go. Yeah. Really? I moved the yeah. piano, so I know. Ah. Rotterdam. Yeah, Rotterdam. Yeah, yeah, he's in yeah. Ahoy. Rotterdam yeah. Ahoy. Where the Europe? Yeah, he's on stage, sorry, Mister. Sorry, sorry. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, he's, he's That's oh, why he needs a passport. Oh, you know, past the bar. Yeah, yeah. Right. Apologies. Sorry about that. I had to move the cable. Um, I, I, I'm. Uh, yeah. Look. Sorry. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Apologies. Okay. You know, you've been no good for the Eurovision. It's a no 90, good. It's I'd a ninety-second turnaround, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Those postcards are 90 seconds, that's it. Yeah, that's a timing <laughs> issue. They're not going away you know. for you to plug to in your piano. Question. <laughs> no, I'd have someone on stage to help me at that point, because I'm blind. <laughs> no, no. I've got no, we, I'd let them know beforehand. Don't, don't give him any help. Right, you ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. Cloder's here to read your emails out. Oh, yeah. I'm blind guys, like a show. You and what you're all about. Oh, boys. I'm blind guys, Get in touch and give us all your news. Indeed. It can be good or bad. Good Just only. Let us have your views. Woo. We swear we'll do read them out and we'll give <laughs> you a shout. I'm blind. Blind. Guys. Guys. Another fellow with I, have to, I have to say, right? Every every time I do that song, I, I think I'm going to crack up because every time we do it, you get you guys are getting more and more into it, which is yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to. You're so consistent. I dream well, about it. I just. Yeah, yeah, I dream. How can you maintain your composure? Yeah. I wake up and then, oh my god, I'm sweating, you know, and then, oh. <laughs> Sometimes I, I uh, sometimes I walk with Chef and then I'm I'm saying I'm blind guys chat. Sorry. Even. All right, we need we need funding even, for Jan to get counselling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> and even for my family here, you yeah. know, they are getting upset as well sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 
Could new be jingle, worse. New jingle will be coming soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, excellent. Yeah. Just, excellent. Just to kind of wake the guys up, if nothing else, Claudia. Give them something new to learn. <laughs> I welcome all new things. So I yeah. do. And Kabir, seems I'm great, thank you. But I'm very upset about um, upset the kinds again. of... The kinds of, I know I'm not upset, but I'm just curious as to the kinds of clubs that Stuart went to because that song is not like any dance anthem I've ever heard. Oh, from the <laughs> oh, so you're talking about your man in 2000, uh, yeah, uh, Denmark. Uh, his name is I have no me. idea, but it's anyway. No, sorry, no I should have. I should have qualified it by saying that there was a dance version of it then came out that oh, song, okay. and it was I wasn't in. I was beginning to worry about you, Stuart. No. <laughs> Dear, oh dear, oh dear. What kind of nightclubs are you going to, Stuart? Ah, oh, God only knows. Um, so the Harry Potter thing, lads, um, yes. I don't know if you're talking about hippogriffs or pestles or broomsticks. No, we're talking or, about the portals. Yeah. Uh, the port key or the, the flu network. Oh, the teleportation, okay. is it? Yeah. Yeah, port key is like where there's a, an object you can touch and it can be anything yeah, like a yeah, shoe. Yeah. Or... Do you want to talk about Microsoft first or do you want to uh, leave that till after? Uh, well, sure, you've raised it now, so I may as well. Just, <laughs> you mentioned that... Um, Calibri has been the Microsoft default font since 2007. And wow. I was just wondering if any of our listeners are people with low vision, do they have a font preference for readability? Because there are five new fonts now that Microsoft are testing to, for their next new default font. Oh, they're mm. testing it. Oh, yeah, and they're actually there. It. They're actually, if you if you go to the drop down of your, um, of course, depending on if you've done updates or if you're on um, Office 365 or whatever, but the three, the five of them are there. I can give you the names if you want to look them up. There's um, do. Beerstad, B-I-E-R-S-T-A-D-T, which I can tell in advance is going to be Stuart's favourite. I love that one. Yeah. I'm going to change to it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's Grandview. There's Seaford, S-E-A-F-O-R-D. There's Skeena, S-K-E-E-N-A. And there's Tenerite, T-E-N-O-R-I-T-E. It sounds and a bit like Tenerife. It does, does a bit, yeah. and you can you can test them all. They're all um, sans serif fonts, but they're all quite different. Some are slightly more bold, and um, some have kind of variable mm. line kind of widths and whatever. But I'd be very interested to know if any of our listeners have low vision, if they have any opinion on those new new fonts. Anyway, there you go. So anyway. I'll crack on, will I? Yeah, yeah. go on. Yeah, an email. Yeah. So yeah. we got we got an email from Dave Nason who guested there recently, hey. and he said, "Hello, Dave. Oh, now working hey. for Virgin, I believe." Yeah, Dave is leaving Sky. He's yeah. going to head he's up. He's I'm, not, I'm not sure how happy he'll be about that announcement, <laughs> but anyway, um, hey guys, he says, "I hope you're well." Just a quick note to correct something Oren said about voice guidance in oh. Sky Q last week. You're in trouble, Oren. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Oh, you didn't do your homework. <laughs> Big brother is watching us. Yes. He says he says the correct instruction, instructions if you do not have a remote control with a microphone are as follows. Number one, press the home button. This is the large pill-shaped button directly below the down arrow button on the standard remote. Number two, press the down arrow 11 times to highlight settings. Got that right. Yes, you did. Um, <laughs> then press the right arrow or select button. Number three, press the down arrow three times to highlight accessibility and then press the right arrow or select button. Apparently you said four times and that's where the slaps have to be given out. So then the next uh, four, step four is press the down arrow five times to highlight voice guidance Mm -hmm. and then press the right arrow to open the menu. And then step five is press up twice for on with hints or up once for on without hints and press select on your choice. There is a help article which might be useful to people. It's on sky.com slash help slash articles slash voice hyphen guidance. So uh, if, if you want to... We'll stick it on the show. I was going to say... That's to a good idea, yeah. be on the show notes, yeah. 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 Good idea. Um, so that's from Dave. Thanks, Dave, for that. Um, Oren, I must, you must, you're going to have to do 10, 10 lines. I yeah, must absolutely. 10 lines, check my yeah. details lines. before I broadcast them. Great. Um, we also got an email with a voice message from uh, the lovely Derry Lawler, who is, I think we're fair to say we can call him our Dublin correspondent now. Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah. He's, part, he's part of the crew at this stage. Um, he sent another audio file, which is great. And the rest of you, I want to hear your lovely voices. So please record a message and send it on to us. Blindguyschat at gmail.com. Um, Oren, will you roll that message there? I will. Here we go. Hi, everybody. Hope you all keep well this month. Um, it's Derry again. Actually. Oh, you Derry? Mm-hmm. So yeah. This month, I'm using this <laughs> new device I got. It's another Zoom series. It's the PodTrack P4. It's oh. really good for recording, oh. also hooking up your iPhone to Clubhouse. Yeah. So iPhone you can have better that? audio. You've also got greater control over your microphones for muting, so you can have a little cough. 
Um, yes, um, loved your podcast there. All about the dark squares. So that was excellent. Thank you. For the podcast, Shay's brilliant. Really good. Um, enjoying playing chess back again on the computer. I have a little chess that I got from British Chess Blind Chess Association. It's a smaller one. It sits to the left of the keyboard. It has the staunting pieces. So the pieces look like the sighted pieces, if you like, not the old. Bl- the blind chess, if you like. So uh, the the knight has, is a horse, and the, the bishop is a bishop, and the king, the queen are king queens. So uh, no, it's all good. But here's a question, Oran, you might be able to help, help Ooh, answer. Yeah, yeah. In oh Lee chess, yes. If you want to do a castle, what's the command for castling? Oh. Castle doesn't work. An S castle for a short castle. I was wondering, yeah. Queen's yeah. castling. I can't get that bit. That's a crucial part of my game. So I'm just wondering if you know. If you don't, I'll give Dark. Dark squares is shout and you have have his uh, his Twitter farm on Twitter. So if you don't know, that's cool. Keep up the good work. Um, got me AstraZeneca on the tenth of April, so I should have my second jab on the third or fourth oh, of great. July. So then I can go to all the Christmas summer parties this year. So, yeah, <laughs> take it easy. Bye. Thanks, yep. Terry. Thanks, Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Great he's, he's got the vaccine. He's yeah. great. He's, he, yeah. is, he is our Dublin course. That's a good answer. Yeah. Derry's our Dublin course. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, but, I, I can answer that question for you, Derry, with, uh, with no problems whatsoever. Uh, I no. knew the answer to that question. I did not have to contact <laughs> Mr. Sh- Mr. Shea Martin. On his yacht. On his yacht, yeah. Would have been nice to hear now. his voice again. With, with, know, the cocktail yeah. Yeah. with the cocktails. With the cocktails, yes. However, I did decide to message Mr. Shea Martin in the Gulf of Mexico and ask him if I was correct in my answer, which he fully endorsed. Hey, man. Uh, well, if it makes you feel any better, I've got sand on my feet. It's a little bit uncomfortable, so just helps with your jealousy. Any, I'm slightly uncomfortable on the bottoms of my feet. On the chest thing, there's two types of castling. There's kingside and queenside castling, also known respectively as short castling and long castling. The command for short castling is O dash O, no spaces, R zero dash zero. If you're using a numpad, that's what I do. Then long castling is O dash O dash O. I do not know why that's the notation, but if you're reading a chess game, that's that's what you'll see, and that's what Lee Chess uses for those commands. So O dash O for king side, O dash O dash O for a queen side. So Dan, if he'd listened to my podcast, he would have known this. We will be playing the latest podcast promo for the Dark Squares, uh, which we were involved in at the end of the show. So stay tuned for that because it it is funny. Yeah, it's very funny. It's very, very funny. You might have to listen to it a few times. You you can guess (laughs) who you You can use this uh, check mark. What is it now? Chapter mark. Chapter mark. Chapter mark. Chapter mark. Remember remember to listen to the rest of the program first, please. Oh, yeah. Because because we love you all. Yeah. Uh, well, we do one more quick email and then we one have to make one. this important announcement. Okay, no. it's another one uh, about Shay. I don't know who this is from because the email address wasn't a name and it, they didn't sign it, but it says, Hi, blind guys. This one is for Shay, who was talking about chess. Uh, saw on Instagram that Will Smith plays chess on a forum under a different name. Imagine mm-hmm. that, Shay. You might be playing with Will Smith and not even know. Get <laughs> <laughs> jiggy with it. So thanks, listener, whoever that was. I don't know who it was, but thank you for the, the good, message. Yeah. I well, think Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, well, that's yeah, that's that's great. So don't forget our email is blindguyschat at gmail.com and the Twitter is at blindguyschat. Now, we are wrapping up, but we don't have our outgoing music this evening Why not? For, the, for this show. <gasps> well, we have a special announcement. Given that it's Eurovision week, the Blind Guys decided that we would have our own entry to the Eurovision for 2021. And you're about to hear that entry. There's no doubt in my mind, ladies and gentlemen, this will win Eurovision 2021. And can I just add that because we're blind guys and we're blind and we're special, we don't have to go through any heats. We're just right up there. And we're right, we're right <laughs> there, yeah. 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 So you just call yourself special, Stuart. Yeah. Absolutely. We love being <laughs> special. I have a special Claude, we're special in Rotterdam Ahoy this year. So we're special when it suits yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> so please enjoy this 
And it's I can, sure, I can even this, ask this song. And you can sing along. It's very catchy, actually. It's very yeah. catchy. Yeah. Sing along. And, uh, and the Dutch presenter Chantal Jansen, Etzilia Romley, and Jan Smit, they will tell, here are the blind guys chat. Trudging through the Dublin traffic Oh no On a way to the NCBI We got another braille lesson No help of me Come on again BusyProductions.com Black Rook to Alpha 2. Oh my god, I can see the Rook Knight! I need some help! Oh my way, my lord. As soon as I got this horse's head turned around, I, I, can't, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. More like idiot in shining armor. Could someone assist Sir Falls a lot? I would, but I can only move one square. Can't move left, can't move my right. My queen, light of my kingdoms! Don't leave me fallen. Knight, there. get over there. Oh, my way, my king. Chop, chop. Never you. I think I've torn something. Is the blade tea here yet? Or is there to is be that, another vlog? Never mind about the tea, my darling. Please help me. Check. I heard somebody say check. I heard somebody say check. You know what? Go f*** yourself. I'm off to find some tea. You can't resign. I'm the king. I need my pills. Where are my pills? Checkmate. The Dark Squares, a podcast for all blind chess players. Wherever you get your podcasts. No puns were harmed in the making of this promo. Blind Guys Chat, supporting other podcasts.